0: Hey guys, you're listening to Mustangology, your go-to source for all things Mustang. Be sure to follow along on your favorite podcast streaming network. First off, you know what I have to deal with is while the intro is rolling, J.A. Ron's over here showing me a picture of like, what is it, a chihuahua?
1: No, that's Mason's dog. It's his dog. Yeah, he's got angry eyebrows. So Yeah.
0: Trying to keep it together and not laugh, but okay. What's going on? Um, we're hanging out here. Just another episode. What is going on in the news there, J.A. Ron?
1: In today's news. No, dun, not today. I think it was actually yesterday. What is today? 20. <clears throat> no, yeah. Two days ago. 23rd. No, it was.
0: When they released it?
1: Let me see. We're talking
0: about. Uh...
1: Yes, two days ago. I do apologize. Yeah, yeah so Cervini's just came out. Or unveiled two hoods. It was supposed to release at Mustang Week, but Dorian kind of messed that up wah. for us. But yeah, they just released a GT500 hood heat extractor style hood mm-hmm. and then also a two and a half inch cover R hood, which I'm a big fan of. So four inch is a little too, yeah, that's a little too much for me. I don't know. I
0: I feel like stance wise, like. Wide stance. I mean, if you got a big
1: spoiler on the back or something, I don't know. I don't know. I think I I think it looks really
0: good, but uh, yeah, that's going to be for your 2015 to 2019 S550s. Yeah. So go ahead and uh, head over to their page, Servini's Auto Auto on Instagram. Check those. Check those heads out. But in other news, we're going to bring be bringing on. uh, I want to say Mace face, since that's what you have (laughs) it saved
1: as Mason. Mason. At image Supreme on IG. Yep. He's got a 2013 Randy Candy Apple Red Mustang GT.
0: He's out of the ATL mm-hmm. down there representing the GA.
1: ATL boys.
0: All right. So let's give Mason a call. Uh, this is what's pretty cool because you don't have to be like famous or cool or anything. I'm not saying Mason's not famous or cool. I'm just saying (laughs) that we're going to give opportunity to anyone to talk about their cars, talk about their build. Mustang story. And there might just be a Mustang story of a wreck. Your favorite. My favorite. Because I've been been trying to push something called First Curb Crowd. (laughs) And it's a segment where we talk about wrecking Mustangs, which I know it's super sad. But uh, I think we just have to. So we're going to have our first... First curb crowd, Mason. <laughs> this dude's Mason, so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. I want to hear how he wrecked his car. Oh, man, that's bad. So let's go ahead and give uh, Mason a call down there in the ATL. Here we go.
1: Hello? Hello. How are you? <laughs> what Very are good. This? How are you? what, what oh. up? <laughs> that sounds like just, a... <laughs> well, well, well. Over well. Over <laughs> <for> <laughs> at, the funny part, I, I feel like
0: that's genuine. Well, he does. That is how half the time he answers his phone. It's like, "Hello, like, what
1: can I do you for?" What very do I do? static.
0: Yeah. It's monotone. Jeez, you should be like the new recording for airports. Hello, <laughs> welcome to the Atlanta Airport. <laughs> oh man, I'm sure, it's
2: been an option.
0: <clears throat> that's great. What's going on? Well, Mason, you're uh, you're <laughs> this guy. I can't. I don't even know how you know this guy. Oh man! Uh, when did we,
1: we? When's the first time we met? Was it at a convertible birds thing?
2: Yeah, convertible birds, Mustang versus everybody hey. in Atlanta in 2015, I believe.
1: Yeah, I don't even remember when. Yeah, 2014,
2: 2015. Yeah, it's just a random meet, random pop up shop meet. I met mm-hmm. you and uh, some other people there.
0: So you seen you seen the Bieber hair, and you're like, I gotta be friends with this guy.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. That right it. off the bat, that's what drew me in. Like it's
0: slow, mo, slow man, <laughs> Bieber. Bieber fever throw.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> Mason, you got that uh, 2013 Mustang GT, but I guess it didn't start there. So no, it didn't. Why don't you tell us about your Mustang story?
2: All right, so my Mustang story started back in uh, 2010, I believe. I got my uh, first car and, uh, you know, I grew up with my brother, Mike, who's about 18 months older than me. And, um, you know, with that age difference, we had to share a lot of things. So one of the things that, you know, came of age when we were both 16 was a car. And, you know, me being logical at the time, even at my age, I was thinking, you know, we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do that. Just because, I don't know, I was being reasonable, but he was always like, no, we got to get a fast car. We got to do something. So, um, yeah, that's that's Mike for you. So before we, we got this green Mustang, this 2000 green Mustang V6, we had a, um, 1970 Chevelle that, you know, hadn't run in about 10, 15 years, something crazy. And it would smoke every startup and it was just, it was just real beat, but he was so proud of that thing. And, um, I got my permit on that car. Actually, I would drive around on my permit on a 70 Chevelle, which was pretty cool. But, um. We uh, ended up selling that car to get this 2000 Mustang V6 um, light green. I'm not sure what that green was, was called. It, to be honest.
1: You said it was 2000?
2: Yeah, 2000. Yeah, it had to be electric green. Yeah, it was. It was bright color. It was awesome. That thing was so beautiful. Um, I had that car, and then later on, you know, through trade ups, I got a um, 2006 Mustang Pony Package V6, and then. I traded that car in later on down in life for a thirteen black five O, and uh, that's the car I met Darren with, and really got into the community, real uh, real involved. And then um, again, traded up again later on in life. I had to sell that to get my first apartment, move out of mom's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the car, <laughs> yeah. the car was newer, so you know it was it was a higher payment, and I was just being reasonable again. And then I finally got the deal in uh, twenty thirteen. Candy Red Mustang GT up in um, uh, Wayne, Indiana, I think it was.
1: Yeah, I was talking to Trevor because when I mentioned it, I was talking about how you got it and I completely forgot that I drove you up there.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it it worked out so well. It was such a sign because I was looking at tickets and Darren's like, actually, I'm going to Rouse to get my car done up and I can drop you off on the way. I'm like, that works so perfect. So it was just a sign I should have got the car and I made it happen and I was so stoked about it.
1: It was like 12 uh, hours one way, wasn't it?
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we left it. We left at 4 a.m. And I got back the next day. Didn't stop. This dude drove. No rest. Yeah. Back Jeez. and forth. I got oh, back at sneezing. 4 a.m. the next day. Oh, my gosh. It was it was insane. But, it's yeah, it was definitely a trip. Jared, it helped because Jaren drove all the way there nonstop. They dropped me off. And then, you know, that woke me up a little bit because I got to rest on the way there. Oh, and, yeah. Um,
0: the, and, and the excitement of a new car. There's nothing better. Oh, it's like, exactly. it's like a, such a natural high of getting in a it car. It really is. Like, it's ridiculous when you get a new car, the things that, like, amaze you. Yeah. Even though your other car's had it, it's like, look at the button. Look at the look oh, at the yeah. volume knob. Like, everything just look is at, such a light. Yeah. It, it's exactly. insane. So, I guess that wow. just having that, like, natural high of, like, excitement of having exactly, yeah. a car. Exactly, yeah. And
2: you going. know what? I was out of a five zero for one year, almost to be exact. And just to get back into that feeling, it was like being home. It's just like so comforting of just being back in that car again. And I'm like, you know, this this is it. And this, so you know, you're I'm saying this home,
0: home is where the five O is, is what you're saying. That's right. Okay,
2: okay, that's exactly right.
0: How did
1: those Ricardos feel on the way home?
2: Uh, you know what? It was fine. They, but you know, they've taken a toll on me now that I've had them for so long. Just uh, yeah, I can see why they're made for the track and not for daily driving. But oh man, it was. That was probably the reason I went to get that car with the Recaros. Yeah, and at was, the time. Um, <clears throat> did you, yeah. It,
1: did you know that red candy was kind of rare at the time?
2: I didn't. You know, Jaron, if you remember, um, me and you both thought it was ruby red for the longest time. Yeah. And somebody corrected us and said, "No, that's actually candy." And they posted a picture of two GT500s next to each other, and said, "Look, this one's ruby. This one's candy." And that was a fun fact I learned after owning the car. Like I had no clue. And that was so cool to me. I guess I, I never knew about that color.
1: Yeah, if you look at them side by side, red candy is definitely a lot lighter versus yeah. the deep in, or uh, ruby red. red. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so but, um, yeah. out of out of go those ahead.
1: Mustangs that
0: that you yep. talked, which one did you first curb crowd? <laughs> That's <laughs> so crowd <laughs> <For a> sir. <laughs>
2: well, you know what? My it was obviously it's my first Mustang, and you know I'll go into it. I'll Those just say green, that the green V six. I need details. The electric green like,
0: I need details. Okay. So I'll set you up. I'll All give right. you the
2: mindset. Okay. <clears throat> let me just start by, you know, this is the first car I was learning to drive on. Right. And obviously my brother being, a, being a badass, trying to show me like, "Mace, look, you want to take a corner a little quick. This is how you do it. <laughs> this is what you want to do. You, you got to respect it though. He kept telling me you have to respect it. You got to be careful. And, um, you know, I wanted to show off for some friends at times and it worked out oh, for me. Man. And then there was the one time it didn't. Yep. And when it, when it didn't, it hit me hard. So it was a, uh, I believe it was a Friday night and, um, I'm leaving the McDonald's. It was like our local hangout spot for this, uh, just for my area in Florida. And, um, it was like nine o'clock. It was a little late. And I had my friend in a, uh, and this uh, z 28 behind me, my buddy, Kevin. And, um, he was watching me. He's a real relaxed guy, not, not really one to show off for, just a close friend. We were going to hang out at my house for the night, and we were just really calling it. And I was taking a right turn at, a, at, a, uh, at an intersection waiting for the light, and the sprinklers were going off at that little area. And and it was soaked. They, they were still going. And the water was soaked. I was like, oh, okay, this is a little slick right here. I could, <laughs> I could probably pull this thing out and get a little squirrely. So I did, and as soon as I did that, I mean, I'm talking almost immediately, I regretted that, because <laughs> it, it, the torque of that V6, man, people don't talk about it enough, but the torque <laughs> All of that 199 V6, horsepower. <laughs> it was insane, what's funny is I, I hit the curb, I hit the, the curb furthest south, bounced off that curb, crossed two lanes, nobody was involved, by the way, this is just me, just riding solo on this journey. Is this based upon I the saw, police report or <laughs> is this,
1: <laughs>
2: this... This is this me and my witness behind be me. First-hand witness behind me. <laughs> and um, I crossed two lanes, hit the other curb, and then bounced back, do a 180, and slam into the curb that I, I first hit. And I'm traveling while I'm doing this, so you can only imagine So you first how bad it curbed, was. curbed. Uh, I pinballed. That's way to put it. I pinballed 180, and then I jumped up onto the curb, facing oncoming traffic into oh, a median. Man. And um, I about flipped it. I'll be honest with you; I, I legitimately got on my side, uh, like Jeez. Dr- driver door, no passenger door. And then it fell back over, and I just remember that the white powder all in my face of the old airbag, just ringing like what just happened, Jeez. like and i was so shaken up because i get out of the car and i'm trembling and my buddy comes up to me running out he threw his car and parked real quick are you okay and um the wheel that <laughs> that hit the curb that put me up onto the median yeah actually um killed the face the face was still bolted up but blew a hole into the wheel and the wheel rolled off 100 feet down the road oh my
0: gosh
2: so it's sitting on just the face of the wheel in the <laughs> dirt while the the actual wheel and tire are way down the road rolling and wow. um i'm looking at the car just dug in dirt and i was i remember being so panicked i didn't even put it in the park because i could i was freaking out i was trying to get the key out and i couldn't get the key out because it was still in drive and looking back i mean just thinking about the, the little things that I, I could have done to settle down but I was so panicked, and um, luckily some nice strangers came up to help me and check on me. And I was, I was a little beat up. I was a little red some bruises, nothing too serious from the accident. I um, just had some redness, some soreness, and as soon as I got out of the car, left skis in, I, I popped the hood because the alarm started going off. The car was shut off, but the alarm was going off, and I couldn't figure out why. So instead of being just, just thinking rationally, I, I didn't put the car in park. It's stuck in the dirt. I, um, go ahead and pop the hood and I literally, this is how much adrenaline had me. I don't know if you guys ever removed a, um, a battery terminal, but mm. I was able to remove the battery terminal without loosening it. Like you're I had so much adrenaline for me. It. I I literally yanked that thing <laughs> so hard. I removed it just so it stopped stop going off. And then I had uh, other friends pull up and check on me and I was just so shaken. I was like, what do I do? Like I couldn't process what just happened, but, um, cops later came, you know, after we got situated and whatnot, my mom showed up and, uh, cops came and looked at the car and, you know, they were a little skeptical, to be honest. It was a volunteer fireman that was also there. Yeah. He literally, he said, there's no way that you took that right turn because it was maybe 200 feet down the road. He's like, there's no way you took that turn this fast to do all this damage. And I said, I promise you, I wasn't coming straight. Because if I was going straight, this wouldn't have happened. And you know, it's literally like all the Mustang videos you see from Mustang (laughs) Week. Somebody takes a right turn too hard; they get a little hot. That's all I can think of too. (laughs) No, my favorite—that's literally the best way to put it. My
1: favorite is the the he too old dude at Mustang Week when he's pulling out with a convertible and he swerves left, (laughs) swerves right. He hits the curb and his hat flies off.
2: Oh my god. Oh,
1: and the you, dude recorded. He too old. He too old.
0: We oh, man. That. We're going to post that. We're going to find that video and post that up on our story. That's hilarious. No, Sorry guy if you're this, listening.
2: It's and and that's how it went down and um um uh, you know the the cops were skeptical just about my speed and they I didn't get a ticket cuz no one was involved. It was just me and you know I told it the car obviously but um i remember waking up that next morning still powder in my ears like because i showered i couldn't get it all out and my friend dakota who was a neighbor at the time close friend he comes over he's looking at me he's looking at the car he's like i bet you shit your pants <laughs> <laughs> best thing to say about it and i was like oh yeah totally oh yeah and i was forever known as the kid that wrecked his mustang on the main road but so you I in learned in high from school the at the time oh yeah i was in high school i was a sophomore
0: so we uh, can, at least now you can proudly say, and you have to say it. I, I won't make you say you, you first curb crowd. I want to hear that you first curb curb. Hi, I'm so-and-so and I first curb curb.
2: I'm Mason and I first curb curb. <laughs> oh, man. I pinballed. I pinballed. Yeah. I curb oh, curb man. curb. Curbed. That is great. Yeah, but you know, I've learned a lot from that experience and I've learned to respect the power. And now I have a 2.3 blower, full exhaust car on my um, 2013 Mustang.
0: Okay, so going into the 2013 Mustang, what I guess was already done to it when you bought it?
2: Oh, it was completely stopped. Not a thing was done to it. I mean, the only thing that was done was a key, uh, a second key had uh, parental controls on it. What do they call that, Jeremy? My key. My key. Yeah. yeah. They had the speed limit adjusted on the second my key. And, uh, that was it. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the original front tires were still in the car.
1: Wow. I don't even remember and how many miles were on it.
2: It was uh 31,000. Yeah. That's pretty 31,000 miles. So yep. walk us, walk yep.
0: us through. So you bought the car, you got home. What was the first upgrade you did? Um, mm-hmm.
1: M- MFC sticker,
0: wow. MFC sticker, five yeah. horsepower. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> yep. 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 And then, okay, so walk us through, I guess, your first first uh, upgrade, and then what consecutively, what came after that, and then where are you now? So we can kind of talk through the build, and maybe you can say why you chose those upgrades, or because obviously listeners are going to be hearing in, and being like, hey, I have a 13 GT. I wonder mm-hmm. why he got that, or why is it the best? So if you can talk yeah. us through that.
2: I kind of um, based my modifications off my last, Five zero, just because I knew what worked and I knew what was well. But as soon as I got home, I mean, I'm talking maybe it's the day after, I uh, posted up on the local Facebook group uh, for Mustang parts, and um, I just said, you know, hey, I just picked this up. I'm back in the game. What do you, what do you guys have available? I am not opposed to buying used parts. I'll say that off the bat, just because I mean, who doesn't love a deal? So I just posted up, and I actually saw the post recently, just in my recent or my uh, past posts. And um, it showed a picture of the car um, at my apartment complex, uh, and I just was reaching out to people just to see, and um, and I think I bl- I believe I got a shifter right off the bat. It was shifter just because the slop in the stock shifter is just ridiculous. It's the bushing's not even stiff that holds it in place. What
1: was it? Like um, MGW or Barton?
2: I think I went with um, I think I went with Ford Racing. I was so which is technically the Barton um but I went with Ford Racing just cuz that's what I had in the Black 50 and I was just uh appealed to the you know I appealed to the notchiness of it mm-hmm. I really like that and later on I did get the Barton but I never in- or not the Barton but the uh MGW race spec but I never installed it just because I was told about the um the rattling it causes from uh, uh motion transfer through the transmission
1: well I mean and it's going to cause NVH like a lot of people
2: don't they're like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and, you know, that's just, I just hated, I, I'm, I'm a guy that likes silencing the car besides the exhaust, obviously. I just didn't like to hear any rattles from the shifter or anything like that, because I'm just weird like that. But I think, yeah, I think it was the shifter that was my first, uh, install, uh, real simple, make the drive better. And then, um, you know, maybe, maybe a week later, I started hearing the, uh, strut bounce coming apart, making noise over bumps and they'd creak, and that's when I was like, you know what? Let's let's lower this thing. Coolovers. I did uh, BC racing coolovers. Um, and that's how I lowered the car. And then um, see, lowered it, shifter, and you know what's funny is, I was actually, in a, a Zach Wilson got his 5.0 around the same time I did. And um, I was in a kind of like a modification race, if you will, to see who could get to a better point faster between me and him. And he got a uh, Corsa uh, axle back, and I think I went with um, uh, SLP at the time, or something like that. Like, uh, or no, GT five hundred mufflers were actually on the car, and I just kept those for a while until I later on got Corsa Extremes. And um, see, I mean, it's really excelled. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, like you guys. I've gone through Jaron. You know this. I've gone from wrapping the car to unwrapping the car, to GT500 bumper to yeah, a Boss 302 front end. I mean, it goes on and on. So, I mean, I don't have to bore you guys with this.
1: Well, now, the, um, what about powertrain-wise?
2: Powertrain-wise? Um, so, I, I did what's cool is I, I actually did it step-by-step. Step. You know what? I kind of inched my way up with the power. I started out with the Boss 302 intake manifold, uh, JLT, cold air intake, and then uh, tune, like, you know, NL tuner at the time. Via Lund. And um, that's where, where I started. That's when I started to get my appeal. But obviously, that was after aesthetics because, you know, I really wanted the car to look good. And I never really been big into the power because I never knew anyone with a boosted five oh, So I never really knew what I was missing out on. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously, you just want the car to look good. You want it to sound good. You want it to feel good driving down the road. So I was um, aesthetically, you know, focused. On, on how the car looked. So after it got wrapped, I had the GT 500 front bumper on it, um, lowered uh, Belgian wheels. I was like, okay, I guess, you know, all is, all is left is uh, modifications, like performance modifications. So I went to, from the boss through to, to the Cobra jet. And with the Cobra jet and twin 65 millimeter throttle body and uh Ford racing intake, I did um, American racing long tubes. In inch and seven eighths um, to full exhaust with factory resonators and I think I had core shake streams on it as well and Darren that's when we went to the uh, dyno and uh, me mean, you went on that dyno we paid $65 for and then they told us that it wasn't uh, rated uh, for our high speed yeah yeah and it was really pointless to pay but we well, still did it anyways
1: mine actually made de- decent power for what it was like, yeah I that, expected, was, that
2: was interesting
1: I expected to make what I made and it was pretty much spot on. Both of you guys yeah, got you it for $65? Well. What? Was this yeah. behind this oh, guy's no, trailer? No, no, it was like, it, they had an open, open house that did. they literally just installed the dyno and they were just like trying Fresh to get it out. Fresh dyno. There yeah. were
2: Zen Motors, yep. Yeah, literally. They had a like, day.
1: Just installed it.
2: Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, I'm not sure if they quite calibrated it either because, I mean, it was a couple days after they did. The, they held the dyno day.
1: Oh, well, I think that's but part yeah. of the reason why they wanted all those cars too, so they could get calibration time in. That would make sense. Stuff.
2: But yeah, I made a whopping three hundred and five horsepower with a oh, Cobra Jet intake manifold, full long tubes exhaust, and luncheon. But uh, <laughs> they said they couldn't dyno me in fifth gear, which is a one to one ratio. So I uh, realized at that point I was wasting my time. But um, I honestly, I wish I knew what I made with the Cobra Jet because I never really got to find out accurately what it was putting down. I'm sure um, someone then... was similar. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty common setup. But after that, I uh, went to a uh, Roush 2.3 blower. I, you know, oh. Jaron hooked me up with the contact. Whoa. Good old uh,
1: Sean. Hey, good Sean. good old
2: Sean coming through. Nice. Uh, yep. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, look, man. Here's the situation. Uh, curb curb incident. <laughs> oh, curb curb. <laughs> I, I need you, I need you to pull this blower. He's like, you pay me for it. If you pull it, I'll give it to you for a great deal for the LO. So for the LO. So soon as I got that phone call I mean I work on cars for a living so
1: this dude had um, tool bags still in his his oh tech my outfit gosh, you he was ready to go to work oh
2: yeah I was I was like hey don't talk to me why I do this I tried <laughs> to pull off every single thing I needed to get that blower kit done and I got 90% of it I was missing just the temp sensor and um the heat exchanger was damaged so I had to get another one of those and I think a small bracket but I got everything down to the current pump for the, the blower kit yeah, and he sold it to me for a good deal and um i got it put on within a few weeks um i had the i did the oil pump years. uh what, what brand is it um, boundary boundary yep the Boundary oil pump years, and then the uh crank socket provided by mmr because they didn't have boundary at the time and uh then i did the blower all in the same weekend i spent the whole weekend on it with a friend mitch who helped me out a lot and um he kind of showed me the ropes on how to do the, uh, the oil pump gears, and we knocked it out. And honestly, the power was – when I first got in it, I thought um, – I did the uh, startup tune, and I was just doing little pulls, you know, respectful just to keep it safe. And I, I thought I wasn't there. I honestly didn't. I was like, are we there yet? I kept asking myself, like, are we done doing these logs yet? And um, it wasn't until later on that I, feel like I finally realized, like, Okay, yeah, I feel it now, just because it would creep up on me. I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. Uh, but then I started doing pools, and then I'd ride in another five O, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is completely different. <laughs> and I made um I made six thirty wheel and five twenty seven torque. Um, it's pretty stout a dyno it was, Yeah, it's pretty yeah. decent. I'm pretty happy with it.
1: <clears throat> and then you did yeah. the uh, so it's a 2013. Then you did the Phase eleven two. twelve um, front end. And then added tilty oh, yeah. wheels.
2: Tilty wheels. <laughs> tilty wheels. Wow. Yeah, I've had that air ride for uh, three years now. About three years. And, um, yeah, I had to add the tilty wheels, Jaren calls them. Yeah. Which is not, not what you think it is. I don't have a cambered out thing. It's literally just proper fitment for, uh, Slide, proper fitted
0: wheels. Slight tilty
2: yeah. wheels. Okay. Slight. And that's just due to air ride airing out. I mean, the car cameras in when you lower it, so, um... Yeah, after after all that was said and done, I went to back to Candy Red from um, the the um, Avery Gray three in, or Avery Gray wrap. People call it Nardo. It looks similar to Nardo. Uh, pulled the wrap off, and I swapped with a friend my GT five hundred front end for a ten twelve, which um, I like
1: way better. Only I mean, thing I like really about aggressive. the thirteen fourteen is the headlights and tail lights.
2: Yeah, and then the rear bumper. I mean, everybody loves the rear bumper on those. Yeah. then have okay. all the plastic. Yeah, right. Uh so, yeah, and then I did the eleven twelve front end with the uh Boster Two Fascia and GTS uh or the GTCS front splitter, yeah. Is that right here? Yeah, yeah front splitter. And then Celine Grill. Yeah. And I got the uh, Yeah, and it, and that's exactly what you and Taylor Gilder were the ones that are like put me on to that look was just like, man, that looks so aggressive. I have to have it. And Obviously, at the time, and I had a friend who would, wanted to do a direct swap. I just had to wrap his uh, GT, my, my old GT500 bumper for him and put it on, and it was a done deal. Dang! So, you got I you got that. some deals
0: on this. You know some people.
2: Oh man! I, yeah. If every build I, was yeah, that this, easy, I tell people this is. was like, "Wow, this is awesome!" Like, you must have put a lot of money into it. And yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a good chunk of money, but I mean, this car was a budget build. Like everything on the car was the deal.
1: And it's not like you did it like all at once too. You've been doing it. Exactly. I mean, just like your wheels too.
2: Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I I take the time if I want to do something and I want to do it right. I mean, I, that's what I do. I mean, I make it work because I know it's going to, it's going to turn out better for the long run. And, um, now I'm at the point where I, I finally got some nice wheels on the car. Um, I've had my eye on them for a long time. I bought them used through a friend in California. He had a special build for his Mustang, um, his 2013 GT. And um, I had um, he he spec'd them really aggressive. I mean, like kind of silly. Full um, tilt? Pretty, yeah, full tilt, like full poke. And I'm 95% positive he just didn't know how to spec them out. But uh, when I talked to the guys that built them for him, they told me that they told him they were really aggressive, like he didn't want to run these. But he did it anyways and just did a match stretch on the tire to make them work. And he sold them to me for a decent price. So I scooped them up, got them shipped. I tried them on myself just to see what it looked like. And it looks silly to this day. I mean, I showed my stepdad what it looks like right now with the car, uh, with the wheels on before I modify them. And he was laughing. He, like, I couldn't tell people I just spent like, a good chunk on these wheels just for them not to fit. So I, I remember sulking that day and just taking the L like, damn. But learned my lesson, and I, I knew what specs I needed to get. So I, um, I rebuilt them. I got new lips from VIP Modular because the wheels are uh, VIP Modular VC-08s. And I uh, got new lips in the rear barrels just to spec them right. And thankfully, this calculator... Some random uh, offset calculator online that doesn't look official at all was correct. You put in your numbers for your new lifts and your new barrels. And you want to give them you a shout out. Offset. What What was the website? Yeah. that'll help out. Yeah, I'd like to tell you. Um, this dude I'll tell was you, sweating. It looks, he was It looks. Sleep. I really was because I'm spending money on an, a calculator that doesn't look trustworthy. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, this thing says. So let me let me see this uh, website here. We'll offset. Um, it looks like a fresh website back when the internet just started, like one of those type websites Like, okay. Yeah, this looks official <laughs> And I I double check, I probably triple checked before I bought them. off like I kept entering the specs and kept Um, just kept double checking just because I was spending so much money on the, the parts just for this to work out so, um this isn't really official link. It, it just says stu.taylor.net.co.uk. dot uh, a slash offset, and that's really it. I mean this this website. So you, is have, literally to, just so you a have to calculator. do the conversions that's
0: from meters to inches.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's literally it's it's an all in uh, yeah in inches and millimeters, and it'll tell you what you would do if you were to change the outers or inners by half an inch. It would tell you the difference. And that's literally all it is. It shows a picture of a three-piece wheel and there's nothing else to this website. Like no contact us, nothing. See, so, I guess it's a UK website, but it's worked so, it worked so well for me. And, um, I think that's what got the car to where it is now and made me happy. Honestly, all right. So
0: for offset calculations, go to, yeah. What is
2: three-piece it? Three-piece wheel offset calculations. It's F T U dot Taylor dash nets dot co dot uk slash tools forward slash offset
0: y'all are definitely you know? getting a virus
2: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean that kidding. should tell you right there <laughs> and it's,
0: like, still it's still
2: up and running the kind of website. it's still up and running okay. it's it, it tells you on your phone, not secure. Ignore that.
0: Ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. They'll any take you your credit respect? card information. You'll be good. I can have <laughs> and ask them just for the sing. three
2: digits on the back afterwards. You're good. Well,
0: yeah, we'll we'll post it uh, <laughs> on put our in page the description here description of the podcast uh, episode if all anyone right. wants to use it. So, Mason, we're going to end here with the last question. Definitely. If you can pick any Mustang in the entire world, what vehicle would it be? Is it one that's already built, or how would you build one up? What is your dream Mustang?
2: Dream Mustang. Um, I mean, ever since I was 16, when I first got that 2006, I think it was a uh, a Mr. Chrome Terminator. And uh, as lame as that is nowadays, I don't know. Man, I mean, I love it. That's always been it for me with the with the chrome five spoke wheels, the Opel 4s team yeah. with the chrome. I mean, mm-hmm. that car was just like, yeah, that was my background on my phone for a long time, my computer, my laptop. So, yeah, 04 Mr. Chrome Terminator.
1: It'd be that's, a coupe or a, a convertible? Uh,
2: it has to be a coupe. Okay. It has to be. Yeah, I'm not a convertible kind of guy. Yeah, but
1: those seats are pretty sick. They're Mr. Chrome too. They like. Yeah, and
2: colors. that's the cool thing. Yeah, it's like everything's <laughs> perfect on my car. Awesome. awesome well, I appreciate awesome. you guys having me, though. No, Mason, yes, thank, thank you, you so
0: much. And be sure to give Mason a follow on Instagram, mh supreme. On the IG, did I say that right? Why are you yeah, laughing? What? Yeah, that's right. Jaren's laughing. It
2: just sounds lame. It's like it's like that handle you make when you're twelve. That that's nice. what it is. It's all good, We're gonna have I an episode just, that,
0: just talking about that because I have some pretty terrible ones. So awesome! All oh, right, man. we'll go give him a follow. MH Supreme Mason, thanks for uh, talking with us, and uh, we'll talk to you. Definitely. Later.
2: Thanks for having me. All right, guys, take
0: it easy. See ya. There you go. There's. So uh, There's Mason,
1: your first crash one, yeah,
0: first curb <laughs> crowd. I but ne- hopefully okay. If you have a crash, I mean I have one. Yeah, well, so do I. So we're gonna definitely have to go into that in the next segment. Mine but wasn't as dramatic. I've m- mine's more than once, unfortunately, both done in a Mustang, but in a Jeep. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that later. But if you have a first curb crowd or a first curb tree or first. Curb, curb, first curb, dog. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is, share with us. Message us, um, and then we will get you on to share that. We'll have a whole episode of people just calling in talking about. Yeah, like I want to do cars. that. Sorry. I want to do
1: well. I want to do one like where we just do like Instagram Live or something, and then that, literally just have people call next, in
0: for sure. that would be pretty do cool. like a live. Uh, how, how would you say that? A virtual car show where you like show people's cars off and
1: have people come them we and comment? talk about. Them I don't know. Or, yeah.
0: All right. Cool, guys. Be sure to follow us on Mustangology on Instagram, Facebook, Mustangology Podcast on Insta. I always want to say Insta-Jeezy. IG, <laughs> Facebook, Mustangology, or check us out. Listen to the latest episodes at Mustangology.com, Spotify, Apple, Apple iTunes. Podcasts. Yep. Any, anywhere. All of the above. We we were So we'll see you guys next time. See
1: ya.